Fuck. God damn it. Fuck. Um, hey everyone. Happy New Year. <laughs> um, it's 2020. We gave you two holiday episodes. Um, although people didn't expect them, so the <laughs> downloads were lower than normal. I don't know what people people were like, no podcast during. Like didn't you only I tell you, I'm like, people don't listen to podcasts. I know, but they do. It's not true. I like, think it's people who are just with their families. <laughs> not no, I mean they're not with their families the whole time. All right. You don't want to listen to uh, your friends on headphones when your family's make you <laughs> insane. So that you don't want that. Um we we uh we both went on vacations. Of course, no surprise Bianca did. Um she has to. What choice <laughs> does she have? She's a travel blogger. Uh, so who doesn't blog? <laughs> um tell me, Bianca, where did you go? Went to Mexico City. Okay. Well, so it's cheaper to fly in fly from Tijuana to Mexico City. I can't imagine why. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, so <clears throat> I went to Tijuana and then I went to Mexico City for like six days for the new year. And then and then came back and then I caught a Mexican flu. I don't know what I got. Something. Right. It's also because you're eating a lot with your hands, not a lot of washing stations. Yeah. So what, okay. So you drove to Tijuana? Drove to Tijuana, caught the plane from Tijuana to Mexico City, and then hung out in Mexico City for six days, then came back. What city would you compare Tijuana to? Tijuana or Mexico City? Tijuana. Tijuana. Because uh, mm. I can't picture any. I can't believe they have an airport. What? It's a functioning city. It's I know. A big that's city. why I'm asking. How okay. compared to something? Um. Okay, have you been to uh no, no cities you've been to. I'm trying to think. Oh, you've been in Asia. Mm. <clears throat> so oh, did all... you Chiang Mai? Did you go to Chiang Mai? No. It's a little rundown. And okay. a little scary, a little dangerous, but for the most part everyone just kind of keeps Do they have head... uniforms? Who? The people in in the T1 airport. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, they have uniforms. <laughs> It's a little, right, it's good. a little, it's a little wonky, but yeah, I mean, it's like three hundred dollars cheaper. Animals, open animals, in the airport. No chickens. No. Okay, there were chickens. Listen, one day we're gonna fly to Tijuana. No, we're not. <laughs> we're never doing. It. I'm never. Fuck, fuck yourself. I'm not going to fucking <laughs> Tijuana for what? We save. We gotta drive seven hours. Have you ever? Been to Tijuana just no, for a visit? Never. Why? It's fun. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would like to go get drugs. Oh yeah, I did that too. What'd you get? Um, Latisse, Latisse for my eyelashes. Okay. Um, that's so, a pill or a drug? No, it's just like you put it on your eyelashes, right? To make them grow. I don't put on my eyelashes. Put on my eyebrows. Um, I got, uh, I got sick, so I got some medicine there. And then um, my friend gave me her last very strong Sudafed. And she was like, you can have this if you bring me some Xanax back. And I was like, ugh, fine. So I got her some. How much Xanax can you get? I don't know. I got the lowest amount. I'm not good at pills. But can you get the most? I mean, could you get get like Oh, the biggest business. I mean, the biggest thing down there is Viagra and Cialis. Yeah. People buy them. It's about like two three dollars a pill 
They're yeah. everywhere. There's mascots. Everything's blue. And then they'll come back to America and sell them for $20, $20 a pill. And, but they could legal, when you go through immigration, do you have to declare it? Are you supposed to? I think people have their ways of getting it across. They don't, <laughs> they don't control everybody. I mean, I, I, but, but the amount of, I was questioning the guy at the pharmacy and I was like, what do you sell them on? And he's like, Viagra by a long shot. So, and I asked him who buys Viagra the most and he was like, gringo dudes. Yeah. We got the least powerful dicks. <laughs> we have to, we have, we need help. <clears throat> have you um, ever tried Seattle? But I could go. Yeah, of course. Uh, I could go. You have? Hannibal has the best joke about uh, Viagra, about Viagra and Cialis, which is he thinks he's going to hook up with a girl and he has a Viagra and then she says something shitty to him. And he's like, well, I guess you don't want to rock, say goodbye to a rock hard dick. Uh, but it is like, it's just a little insurance. But so you take the pill and then immediately you have a hard on. No, it's like. You take the pill, and then if you get, it's like if a dick was a werewolf, mm. like oh, like changing. Okay. It's like it. You just go like from not hard to hard. It just speeds the whole thing up. So it doesn't. It's it a doesn't blood make flow it. situation. It doesn't. It doesn't give you a boner. It just, okay. If you're if you're stimulated, it the blood's right there. Oh my god! I thought it didn't work on people who didn't have erectile dysfunction. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Do or don't? I thought erectile dysfunction is a weakness of that muscle that keeps the blood in the penis. So that might be true. I just thought it didn't work if you didn't have a problem. No. It worked. I mean, everybody. I, define problem. I don't know. It works No, it works on fucking everybody. That's like something some, a guy would say. Like, it. Uh, my dick's too healthy. I can't <laughs> take it. Uh, and meanwhile, he took it. Uh, it's right. like, I don't know what the, it's the male version of chicken cutlets, basically. <laughs> it's like got, a lot of guys take it and don't talk about it. Right. Um, That's even so guys in their late, I would assume guys in their 20s do it now too. So there's actually no limit on how much you can buy in Tijuana. Hello, Tijuana. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Did you, and you, you, let you me know. unlimited? Unlimited. It was weird. Right. Gross, kind of. Well, no, I'm curious. Like, I have other shit I want to get. Like what? Modafinil, the drug that I take. Yeah, um, and it's way cheaper there. I'm sure. It's um, so dirt fucking cheap. I mean, Latisse is, I think it's maybe $50, $60, and there it's, I, I don't know, nine? Damn. How many Latisses did I you get? I got two. You really Splurged. blew it out. <laughs> You fucking. She, she you went. let me know. We go to Tijuana. It's two and a half hours away. From here. From right from your house. See, I always. But San Diego's two and a half hours away. Everybody it's thinks San Diego. San Diego, but San Diego acts like it's close. San Diego's not. San no, Diego, not if with no traffic, is two hours and five minutes. Yeah, it's with it's no fun. traffic. But there's never no traffic, so it's right. more like three forty-five, four. No, it's not. I, that. Again, I've done the La Jolla Comedy Store. Seven times. I went to San Diego State. My brother lived in and went to CSUN. I mean, I have driven LA to San Diego a lot. I've never, it's never been four hours for me, but I don't know. Oh, I go on a Friday. Yeah. If you're going on a Friday, make yeah. it. It's probably awful. I need you to go on a Friday. No, I'm not doing it. I need, and then we'll fly out of Tijuana. 
Don't, you drive don't make on me a promises. Friday and then we'll drive don't write checks you can't cash, um, Neil. I went to my beloved Asia. Tell us. I I feel like I'm overdoing it. I think I'm Why? I'm I'm just burning myself out. I don't. mean because I'm running out of places to go. Yeah. Um went to Manila. Uh people were cool. Went to the mall on Christmas Day. And then, and it was like a stadium. It was like a soccer match. It was so packed with people. It was insane. How are uh, the malls there? They're fine. Just like a mall. Oh, right. Um, it wasn't like, hey, it wasn't outdoors, no chickens. Um, and, uh, and then it was fun. And then did a show in Manila, which was fun in like a basement, uh, it was just I love doing those shows because it's so grimy. Yeah, and and they're so grateful you're there, and it was fun. And then I did a show in Bangkok the next night, and anyone that went to the show, I want to apologize for. I wasn't great, I wasn't bad, but it was just I was jet lagged and mm. I like literally fucked jokes up, like I was kind of like fucked up. I just wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't myself. It was still fine. Like the right. guys were like, no, dudes were like, that was one of the three best shows we've ever seen here. And I was like, who were the other two? And they're like, <laughs> Gina Yashere and you last year. So like, it wasn't as good as my show the year before, but it was still good. Not doing so bad. Yeah. Um, I came in third. I beat myself. <laughs> um, and and then went to Phuket and uh, to the beach. And you went to the beach? Well, I went to the resort and I got, I did a day of like tennis. I played tennis. I'm not bad at tennis. That's so white. I love it. I know. Um, We played some croquet. Uh, (laughs) Tennis and it was too hot and sunny and I think I got like heat stroke. I like, I I was sick for a day, like kind of nauseous. And like, like, I felt like I had a migraine and even though I didn't have a migraine. Uh, and I kind of was like, not bedridden, but I was like, wasn't full strength. Were you like, this is why I don't go this outside. This is the sun. Protect me. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it got too wild. Was it luxurious? It was wild, insanely luxurious. Where I wanted to take pictures, but I couldn't. For you. I wanted to take pictures I know, for I was you. really weirded out you didn't send me. I, it was too, tour. it would have been too crazy. It was like those pictures I sent you from, from. I know I like Shenzhen. It. Uh yeah, an insane buffet. Insane buffets out the out the ass. The uh the peninsula in Bangkok. You're on the is great. It's great. I, I went to the same massage place every day, like Lotus or something. I don't know what it was called, but <laughs> I got the WhatsApp number of the woman named Fiona. I remembered her name was Fiona because she's the owner. <laughs> Idiot. She well, owned. Okay. She owned the. Uh, okay. She owned the the massage place. So, uh, went there. Went. Oh, took like a cruise, dinner cruise. That was really fun. Um, it was just a fucking good time. Just good time. easy. Do you feel relaxed? How you good, feeling? Real this new good year? time. Real relaxed, Bianca. Uh, yeah. I'm. I don't know that I'm ever very stressed out. Um, I but, feel like you get. The, you get stressed out in very short moments. Selectively stressed out for like half an hour. Yeah. And then I'm back to normal. But I'm furious. I did get furious over there. Why? Because I'm doing a commercial and they 
didn't get a thing. I it was just like a manipulation thing. Mm. Um, and they didn't. She didn't know. I knew she was being manipulative, and basically, when the if you're a producer on anything, the the number people think the biggest uh, temptation is stealing money. The biggest temptation is shading information to favor yourself or mm. to make the job easier to make. The, and so there was some information shading going on that I was Uh-oh. like, no, 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 that's not what's happening. Here's what's happening. And they were, she, my producer didn't even realize she was doing it. I was like, no, you just, I, and I know it cause I used to do it. Why would you do it? Cause I wanted to get the outcome I wanted. Can ma- continue, uh, remain in control of the situation. Yeah. Remain in control or make the job easier. Like, ah, we can't get that location. Meanwhile, we could. It just would have, whatever. Be a pain in the ass. Okay. That was the only time I got mad. Um, so it was only one time? Popping Viagra's. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the only time I got Do mad. Do you have one right now? On me? No. Uh, they're <laughs> on the property, though, if you need one. If you want me to sell you one for 20 Um So those were our vacations and flew in luxury, of course. I travel like a time traveler, like a space time traveler. I travel in like put me in the dock and I <laughs> fall asleep until we get to the place. Like I flew back from Hong- from Phuket to here, two flights, 15 hours. I probably slept for 11 and then came home and slept. Weird because, yeah, you fell asleep with cookies in your hand, I think. Uh-huh. That one time and I was yeah. like, why is he so asleep? Uh, Just... Stay can't help it. My chill. body wants to. My body doesn't like it. I have very bad insomnia. I've had it for long since I was a kid. It's, I, it's very hard for me to fall asleep. Are you tired during the day? No. Yeah. Then fuck it. Then why do you even need it? Need Maybe what? you don't need sleep. I I think I need less sleep than most people. I go to bed late. I wake up early. Yeah, and you're fine. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> what? Oh yeah. So sleeping great. I on the plane. I watched Ad Astra. Is that good? Here's the thing about Ad Astra. There's more action in it than I would have guessed. Not a ton, but there is more action in it. They sold it like a contemplative sort of meditation on fatherhood and all that stuff, which it is, but there's more action. It's like space travel and like a couple space fights. Um, It's not bad. I'll say that. It's not amazing, but it's not bad. Uh, It's... I'd, I'm going to go with pretty good. <laughs> I watched Dolomite, uh, and here's what I thought of Dolomite. Pretty good. It was montage of the movie. <laughs> like, what? They're saying we can't make a movie. Right. Let's have a movie montage. Dang, 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 dang. What? No. Yes, I need that. What? I need the film. What? Huh? We get the location. Had, he had energy, which you were afraid he didn't have. He did have energy. Yes. He did have energy. It, I just thought it was a really easy, fun movie. It's Yeah, because it's just, they said we can't make a movie. All right, let's have a movie montage. They said we can't get distribution. What? Let's have a distribution right. montage. Like, it was just a bunch of montages that went well. Yeah. Every montage worked. There were no setbacks. <laughs> and the backstory of just, like, would be, like, a cut to a picture of his dad and be like, you fucking piece of shit. Right. <laughs> That was his emotional. Sometimes arc. it's just nice to know that Check everything's out. gonna everything's yeah. gonna work out. Yes. No one's gonna die. Yeah. Uh yeah, nobody died. <laughs> um no and, one dies in Dolomite. Uh 
I watched Parasite on the plane. Did you see that? That was the first time you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I live in that? K-Town. Are you kidding me? Of course you saw it. Of course. You had to legally have to see it. <laughs> um, uh, you like it? Parasite, yeah. I like I like Korean films, though. Yeah. They're weird and randomly violent. Yeah. And, uh, Tonally, they're very unique. Yeah, they're just so... They're genre-wise. You're like, wait, is this comedy? What? Yeah, it's both. It's not shot like a comedy, but it's lit really nicely, and then something funny happened. You're like, Lit oh, really funny. nicely. Yeah. You'd notice these things. Yeah. Uh, how how do you like it? I liked Parasite. My My criticism would be that I don't feel like they nailed the satire angle well enough. Meaning... I understand. And again, no spoilers. I'm not going to spoil nothing. Um, there's a lot of montages in fucking. You did in in uh, in Dolomite. Mm. Um, Parasite. I like. It's obviously about class, right? Yeah. What about it? Like, tell me. Like, as someone who watched it, I have this problem with with a lot of quote unquote intelligent movies. Is like, all right, so what? What? No, explain it to me. Explain it like the first bat, the second Batman, the hero you deserve, and did it all that. That Batman, the Chris Nolan Batman, where it's okay. like that Gotham needs a hero, and the Joker one. It's like okay, explain that plot to me. Explain what they were getting at, because I don't think they know what they were getting at. Okay, and so with so with Parasite, I don't know what <clears throat> statement they're making about class. Uh, because the rich people were fine. The rich people were not monsters. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they weren't monsters, and they weren't responsible for the lower class people's problems. So I'm kind of like, what are you, what, what are they saying? Well, I mean, the movie is called Parasite, and the lower class people co- did kind of come in a, in a bit, of a parasitic way to their life. Yes. So I do think it's a, I don't think anybody is the monster here. You know, I do think they're kind of but trying to see both sides But I don't think that that's it. a, it doesn't say any. Uh, yes. Even I don't think Parasite, they're saying what I mean. I don't is, think, but even, even with that in mind, what right. you're saying, I still don't see that they drew what conclusion they're drawing or what conclusion they want me to draw. But I'm not one of these people of like, I like a movie that's open-ended. And, no. Tell, what are you trying to tell me? Right. but some, Tell me in an artful way. But I think sometimes not every movie has a point like you like. Right. I Then I, you know what I call that? Bad screenwriting. Right. Which I, we just, can conclude to it, that. Yeah. Too. Like I don't like, that's why I don't like David Lynch movies. I don't like Sofia Coppola movies. I didn't really like Louis' TV show. I didn't like this show, Louis. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, Atlanta falls into that sometimes for me, where it's just like, what are you guys saying? You're just walking around? Yeah. You You're don't walking like walking around. So Justin Bieber's black. What? And it's not a decision. You didn't. It's like, what are you saying? That he's to Justin Bieber. There's a way. To me, there's a better way to satirize. It just feels Classism. like lazy satire. But does everything need. And does everything need to be an allegory? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It doesn't need to be, but if you're going to do an allegory, do a fucking allegory. Right. Don't, you can't go, it's the thing I used to say about uh, Louis' show, is it's a, 
he's writing nine line sonnets. It's right. like if it's a sonnet, it's got to be the sonnet rules. If <laughs> yes. you're not right, and it, and I say that as someone who did a genre show, Chappelle show, and drink. If you're listening to the show, you have to drink every time I mention Chappelle show, uh, and <sighs> ab- abided by the rules and expanded the rules. Yeah, within the uh, within the abiding by. So I, it can be done, and that's to me. I like when somebody takes a genre and flips it. But there are a lot of film movements in you know the history of film that do like to make people uncomfortable. Not like the point is to give you nothing or to just completely explore something. You're I'm not waste, saying I like. Yeah, it, but... right. You're wasting my time. Okay. You're at, n- not you particularly, but it's no, like no. I know what you're saying. Someone who's like, I like trolling. Why? No clever person wants. To, no smart clever person wants to troll i love trolling it's just fucking lazy it's just like i like to fart on elevate why anyone can do that dude you just go what's acceptable here i'm gonna do the opposite it's not hard so it's not like i'm i love that's a genre i mean i like shocking i can shock people fucking anyone can shock people it's like and what are you saying I, again yeah. I, this is my problem with joker too which is like what what so what are you saying What's the, what's the, what are you getting at here? Yeah. Like the satire is explain it to me because I'm supposed to draw a conclusion in my brain based on the way you've, you've said all, you've told me this story. I should conclude something. Right. Um, And like, what's the, does, does it have to have a moral? Uh, No, but it's got to. It's kind of got to have something. Mm. I'm supposed to conclude something. I'm not saying say have the voiceover guy say it. <laughs> right. That's uh, also yeah, easy. Like, like the best one of those is a platoon where he's like, oh, yeah. I learned that Vietnam will never end. Or, just, or 25th Hour, the Spike Lee movie where it's like, and then yeah, you're a New Yorker. Like a, and you're right. And it's like, I mean, voiceover is obviously the laziest form of it. well I, there are ways to do it there's ways, ways to, to do, do it. it for sure but there are movies that clearly weren't voiceover and then they bring in they always say <laughs> you know it the movie didn't work when there's a voiceover but you if you write a voiceover in the beginning you're good uh paul schrader wrote taxi driver and raging bull and a bunch of other things he's very very good at voiceover and it's not um it's not bullshit swoosh it um bianca Talk to me. You know, we a new decade began, and it made people look back on the previous decade on Instagram <sighs> and talk about who, what they learned. Speaking of voice, speaking of heavy-handed voiceover, <laughs> I learned that <laughs> this decade has been quite unimaginable, uh, un- unbearable. These people. Unbearable. I can't believe. Here's the analogy uh, I came up with. Okay. It's here's what people fail to realize about Instagram and their role on Instagram. Most of these people are not good writers, right? They weren't good writers in 20 before Instagram. They weren't good writers in before Twitter. They weren't good. They're not, they don't have a gift for writing. But they, so they try to write, they try to wax poetic 
on these sites and you're basically making me read horrible embarrassing writing it'd be like if someone was like you know i we all have to cook now because it's 2020 everyone's gonna cook to ring out the decade of the the, the, the teens and everyone's just forcing their shitty food on you. you're like I, it's not nice gonna like fucking eat my food this is why we all cook now and you're like motherfucker some of us are good at writing some of us are good at posing with our butts i think we know who you are <laughs> people know who they are and it's also it's also so self-congratulatory you know you can just write this in a journal i can't stand it you can just write it in a journal and but the, neil no one would see it so oh, that's right but why would you want remember when people used to be ashamed of people finding their journal no you don't have any shame anymore that's the issue yes yes it now it's like no one is going to embarrass you for yes. having no shame. Yes, there's so, no, there's a, there's, there, there's no shame in, in constant no in anything. But but yeah, you're right. There is no no one's gonna police you. No, they're gonna join you. Yeah, they're gonna be right there. They're gonna be right there with you. Who's gonna who's gonna police you? It is. It sucks because I have a lot of friends uh, who've done it. Not any that actually listen to the podcast, so we're good. But um, the ones that listen to the podcast didn't haven't done this, so it's okay. But honestly, I it was it's starting to get cringeworthy, and I feel bad because so many people. I don't think that they're bad people. No, I no, just they're think good it's people. They're, inf- they're they're suggestible, and they think that this is what we're all doing. And it's like you don't have to do it. No one's going to notice. No one's going to notice if you don't do it. Right. That's it. Like, it, it, you don't, I, furthermore, I, I <laughs> then a set, setback number one, but I grew strong. It, you're not, it's, first of all, it's not an interesting story for the most part, unless you lost a limb or something. Like, even then. Wow. Someone's got to lose yes. a limb for you. Yes. To... For me to, even then, I don't want it because you know my fear, feelings about real sports. I don't want to see one of those marathons where right. somebody's carrying somebody. Um, but you got just, it's not, one guy was listing awards he received. It's just like, oh, dude. <laughs> well, your level it. must be even more gratuitous. Stop. I mean, it wasn't, it's all, these are all people that everybody knows. These are not like super famous people. Um, but, Unfucking bearable. It's not even who mourned it best. It's like who. I was trying to think of it. I'm like who, who mourned it? Who glowed up the best? Who no? Because glowed up is too. Is already. It's it's who. <laughs> who reflected? It's a who reflected. Bected. Who ref, who reflected? Who ref, who who? No. Uh, it's like reflection Try again. Yeah. It's something of the. It's it's reflection. They reflection. But you know what? It's just narcissism. The reflect narcissism is just someone who fell in love with their own reflection. So right. it's just so they, these people were reflecting on the time that's passed, and you guys, we came on this journey. And, you know what's interesting? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, when it changed from two thousand nine to two thousand ten, or when does that decade start? Yeah, there was that whole argument. It's like what? like that no. it does the new decade doesn't start till twenty twenty one or. The, oh the no! I was just saying that. No, my point was that when we changed from the o two o nine to the teens or whatever, there wasn't a lot of this 
because they're because the I was I read an article last night about how the it was like the social media decade. But if you mm. look at yeah. 2010, it it was barely these things were like nascent. Yeah, and you look at even the history. The news feed in 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 uh, Facebook didn't start till like 2012 or something, like, and the share button didn't come until 2013. Stuff way more recent than you it think. It sounds like a history book. Yeah, the share button. No, came for real, because it's like, and then that gave new. There was the the most troubling chart that I read in this article um, was by the end of 2016 on Facebook, fake news was more popular than real news. Uh, I'm reading a really fucking good book called Scary. Antisocial, which sounds antisocial? like antisocial. Yeah, uh, which sound it's like a social media, whatever book, uh, and it sounds like how the fuck is someone having original thoughts about social media at this point? But this guy is really good. Like he's fucking the best quote is, uh, you know, they say information wants to be free. He's like, so does misinformation. Yeah. So they the Probably I had the thought more. listening to it that in some ways people like Mark Zuckerberg are so they've had such a cloistered existence, meaning they went to great boarding school, great high school, Stanford, Harvard, whatever. They don't know any dumb people. They know boring people, but they don't know. If you talk to somebody at Harvard the or someone who's well educated mm. they generally speaking in my experience don't speak unless they it's pretty well thought out because everyone's so smart that they don't want to seem dumb right um and but they so mark zuckerberg's like people aren't going to be dumb and you misuse information yeah they are dude they fucking absolutely are uh, count on it but well, he doesn't even know to count on that from people I mean, did you see him when he was on the Hill talking about how to Congress about how <clears throat> it's not Facebook's job to yeah. fact check yeah. and it's it's your it's job up to, to the people. It's up to Who's the... got time? <laughs> I had the thought uh, yesterday, like, you know what dumb people hate doing? Research. <laughs> Right. They don't want to. They're not research. I barely like researching stuff, and I like researching stuff. Like right. I don't. The, people aren't gonna do. People don't have time. They just go. What is it? Cool. I've got to eat or whatever. Whatever. I'm. What else? Whatever else they're gonna do. Mm. Really good. Really fucking sick. It's just so sad. Um, and yeah. So people nauseating tributes to themselves. It's a, it's a tribute to themselves. Yeah. It's, it's their own in memoriam. Like, yeah, like look at me. It's like let me go to my a own montage funeral. of my own. Oh, what a wild, <laughs> what a wild decade. I actually look if there was if it was in moderation, I wouldn't mind it. Or if there was something interesting that happened, but but I don't. W- give me like, an example of when you wouldn't mind it. Um, I wouldn't mind it if someone was in a car accident and they thought they couldn't walk yes, and then fine and then they yes. actually can walk yes you're talking about a news magazine story yes i want to i want i don't care what that it, when what you now? began i i don't dude it's not it's not amazing it's it's like it's let's, amazing where's, cut to life to you cut to life where's yes. the story yes let's no see. yeah they don't if it's amazing to you but 
you're a narcissist. It's like when people go, I have this new show. I'm really proud of it. You're what aren't you proud of? You're fucking <laughs> proud of everything. You're a fucking narcissist. So stop acting like, you know what? This one, I'm really proud. You, it's a thing that people say. I'm really proud of this. Um, it's, uh, it's atrocious. It just did. Was there anybody who did it that you're, you know, well, uh, no, not super well. I mean, Trevor did one that was like in a small club and then at the Staples Center. That, it's like, that's right. fine. Yeah. But also, I I don't want to sound like some, like, come on, man, expand your mind. But this is all kind of relative bullshit. I mean, in Iran, it's the year, like, 1397. Oh, of course. So I'm course. just saying, like, this decade thing, it's really arbitrary to me. Yeah. Because I also have whole side of my family that's on in a different year i mean of course they understand the christian calendar we go on but i mean the iranian calendar which i think makes more sense is in spring is the new year because that is actually the new earth year you know what i mean right so it's year 1399 you guys didn't start till till when muhammad (laughs) i don't remember I don't have enough information to answer that. Bianca, we have a we have an Iran segment coming up, and I'm going to need you to get it together. Uh, yeah. So next decade, don't bother. Um, next, in, the, in, if you're listening to this note? ten years from now, uh, is that the no? Nine years and eleven months from now, don't don't do it. I wonder. You um, know, okay, wait. Last thing. You yes. know, we should be able to have is during the holidays, we should be able to opt out of certain key phrases on posts. So like Father's Day, like you'd have to reset it, but you 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 can opt out of phrases, yeah, hashtags, phrases. I have all kinds of shit blocked. You can block hashtags. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, brb. I got so many things blocked right now, Bianca, (laughs) and people, especially on Twitter. You can block phrases, terms, quotes. It's wonderful. That's actually considerate. You can do a thing where people with without pictures in there egg avatar people can't see your shit they can't post they can't there's great that's yeah okay it's really nice um australia's on fire um it's uh incredibly sad and I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what to say. It's you, why are there so many fires around? Because that are in the bush. Climate change. Period. It's just spreading. Yes. Or they're the all average temperature ones. one day this year in Australia was a hundred and seven in the continent. The entire continent's average temperature, every location, was a hundred and seven. That's so fucking insane. That's so. Awful. Um and uh and yeah, so it's just climate change. It's not it's the worst fires I've ever had. So the temperatures are very high due to climate change mm-hmm. and then fires spark and then they just spread. Yeah. Is that what's going on? Yes. So they're all related. All the fires? Yeah, because yeah, it seems so spread yeah, out. I don't I don't think that they're I don't think one is starting no, it's not the other. One. Uh but I'm sure it has to do with, I'm sure it's some kind of cycle that I'm not aware of, meaning like the thing and then that right. dries and the da, 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 right. like, uh, but it's not one thing. And then it's, I think it's a bunch of, uh, 
Things are all connect, connected yeah. by climate change. Um, it's and so fucked up. Nobody. It's like my joke about having kids now. Well, why would you bring a kid to this? <laughs> why would you bring a kid to this? It's a funny joke. The punchline is very good. Uh, but it's insane. And that's a glacier. That picture, the, uh, the that that um that picture that helicopter picture that's a glacier like thousand it's like a thousand kilometers away or something or more and it melted all the ash melted all the snow in the glacier um so it looks like it looks like vietnam it looks looks like like the mandalorian yeah um so so yeah so i got nothing to say other than i'm bummed i bought some carbon offsets for my flights i'm trying not to buy sh- i just i'm gonna tr- try not i'm just i'm just hoping people st- change because i don't we're writing our own deaths every one of us is writing our own deaths we're all culpable mm-hmm. we are i'm sorry to say it like that but we're all eating meat the packaging consumption waste trash uh i bought a headboard for my new tuft and needle mattress and i bought a used headboard which is like Ugh. but i don't give a shit <laughs> no one knows it's used you know what i mean now like, they do well now they do the ladies who come over uh that's my brand new headboard <laughs> you just my brand new, what that's a brand new headboard but like just buying shit i'm i lease my car i think i'm just gonna because i you, i do three-year leases and get a new one it's like i don't need a fucking new car like just, there, I'm gonna try to start doing things, um, more ethically. Again, it's fucking impossible. And I was talking to Bijan, the great Bijan Shams, about this, um, and he was like, "Ah, oh, you can't. You'll drive yourself crazy." And it's like, you could say that about anything. You'll make yourself crazy. Yeah, <laughs> any sort of discipline thing or any sort of ethical or moral living. You're going to make yourself crazy thinking about that. You're supposed to. Right. Because if you don't make yourself crazy, you're fucking ruining the earth. What are you going to do, Bianca? Well, I'm an avid thrifter, so Mm -hmm. I've been doing my part for a long time. Great. I've never had a new headboard. Great. Thanks. Great. Um... I don't generate a lot of trash. I don't use a lot of energy. All my energy, all every, uh, just, just part. Yeah, of the you way. don't have a car. I don't have a car. You're doing I it right. Don't. I really. It's funny because um, in my in my condo complex, mm-hmm. um, every day the bins get emptied out with trash, and I and in the morning and at night they're filled up. So every day the lady who operates the building takes them out and. I, I I feel uncomfortable because of how much trash is in the bins at night by the nighttime. And it's just your building. That's just my building and there's one, two, three. Uh, so it's like 12 big trash cans are full every day. And at one point I'm thinking to myself, should I be making more trash? I and Not really, but it's I, I don't yeah. understand how it's all studios. I don't understand where everyone's getting so much trash from. So, because well, packaging, just packing bags 24. and that, just like, dude, enough. Can we do less? Like, is there any way we could? Uh, people carry those those uh, tin water things around, or especially in LA, 
kind of corny, but I, I'm like, now I'm like, I'm with it. I mean, I carry this thing, this gross fucking jug around. My, it's my soda stream jug. Um, just, I, we gotta do shit. But it has to be something that's gonna, it's either a Now having said that, I make commercials for Nike and call, I'm making a car commercial and I'm making another car. Like, I, I'm not, I'm, it, What's the to big- Bijan's point, like, you make yourself crazy you it's so hard to beat it well that's the problem with how climate change comes across as a scolding because at some point everyone's doing something fucked up yeah so just mitigate your fuck-ups that's all you can do just do one less just try to you know what do i need nothing i don't need anything please don't give me anything i know even my mom was like so you're really not going to get Neil anything. I'm like, I don't <laughs> no, know. You don't really want it. Don't. Like, he no. really made it very clear. Yeah. Uh, really didn't want it. Yeah. Somebody gave me something yesterday. I was like, I don't want it. <laughs> what they it. give you? Um, It was a massage gift certificate. And I should have uh, taken it. Now what that the I hell? See you. Now that I see you. Um, uh, Ew. I don't. I can't explain it. I'm just like. But you like massages. Give it to charity. I know. Just give it to charity. I'll buy one. Give it to charity. Give the money to charity. Um. So. Got it. Australia, which brings us to. How you feel, Neil? Iran. 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 Um. People don't know how to say it, and it's really annoying. Iran. It just. Do you know anybody named Ron? Yeah. Cousin named Ron. Ron. Ron, anybody named Ron, R-O-N, you just put a big fucking E, like like email. Yeah, but it's e from Ron. the 80s. Iran. It's just we pronounce things in America I know. the way they look. So say so it's the Iran. Iran, yeah. It Good took job. me a while. It took hanging out with Bijan. Yeah, it's it's a correction. It needs yeah. to be corrected. I will correct everyone. Yeah. Uh, have you spoken to grannies, anybody? Uh, actually, my family was there, is there for like a visit. Just Which parts of your family? My uncle, aunt, and my very close cousins. Um, <clears throat> and then I have exten- a lot of extended family there, but I also own property there. And right. um, my citizen, I have citizenship there. Yeah. And my family, like I, in you know, I own property in Iran. Yeah. So it's. Not really. This is this not movie great. is not part of my bottom line. No, it is not. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I just, uh, I don't know why, but when they, they, they uh, put up the red flag over the mosque, it just was so. It was so scary. So the red flag means severe. A response is coming, like a very severe response, and they've never yeah. really done it. I don't know weird traditional things like that scare me. Yeah, like well, this it's subtle. Funny, uh, the rhetoric. North Korea has good rhetoric. Um, Iran has good rhetoric. Any Muslims have very good rhetoric. Like the blood of your right. shall flow in the. <laughs> And Trump tries to do it, but it's so dumb. Where it's like it's so bad. fifty-two, which, by the way, <laughs> to commemorate the fifty-two hot motherfucker that was forty years ago, Stop. and we overthrew their Shah. Like they all, they have a much, much, much better case than we do. They've done nothing wrong. They want nuclear, a uh, nuclear weapon. 
for the the I love pointing out the fact that people that are trying to limit North Korea and Iran's nuclear weapons are uh, also believe in gun rights. Right. Uh, so it's like, okay, so what? When does that? So they're they you they need a crazy. gun to protect yourself, right? But they're crazy for trying to protect themselves. Also, there are forty bases that surround Iran. If if yeah. Iran had were surrounded on all of our our land borders and then had if america was you mean uh, sorry if america was surrounded by iran on all of our land borders and then in you know international waters however close they could get and then i I just i can't the funny thing is these sort of far right muslim countries have so much more in common with republicans they would everybody same it's it's almost tenant for tenant it's almost the exact same it's just a different profit and a different uh there's a couple of days it's grades of like how shitty should we treat women right hey how bad should we treat them you got an outfit for yours i think there'd yeah. be some a lot laughs of, had. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of crossover <laughs> um but uh but crossover. but they they uh yeah they're it's the same there's a really fucking good documentary that's called uh power of nightmares that was made in 2005 by Adam Curtis, this British documentary, but he basically modern um, evangelicals and the modern strain of, of extreme Islam kind of were started by the same two guys Mm. in the fifties. Wow. Uh, Like they came to the same conclusion that the West is sinful. Mm. And then they basically just like, Oh, they're all on the same side. Yeah. Yeah. The West is sinful and it must be stopped. Um, and so anyone that here's what I'll say. So when you elect a moron, right? So people are mad at the elites cause God forbid anyone be elite. Um, how dare you? You're not smarter than me other than your brain and education <laughs> and history. Um, so I need to, I need to elect a fucking moron. And so Trump has been acting unilaterally on every on tons of shit like he'll they'll come to a decision he'll leave the room and then tweet i'm doing the complete opposite and they can fix it they they're like wait what the i thought we but they can fix it a fucking bot a a highest level assassination america's done in public in this is the first time we've killed someone that high up in another government since world war ii um and on in on you someone else's sovereign land. Yeah, and you can't um that's not a fix. The the thing like the run up to the Iraq war was so coordinated. Right. And so choreographed. It's not unilateral. So, it wasn't unilateral. Everyone it was, was like Tony Blair it, right? and uh and 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 um Bush and Hamid Karza. I don't know if Hamid Karza was involved, but but there was like the West was in lockstep. Yeah, for sure. This is just a guy going, fuck him, kill him. And they didn't coordinate it. So I'm hoping that American, even dumb, gullible ones, don't buy it. Because the last one was like, yeah, they do have WMDs. And even right. Mike Pence tried to, again, bring up 9-11 in terms of Iran. And it's like, so why did we invade Iraq? The fuck are you talking? What the fuck are you talking about? No, I mean, the funny thing is when he tried to connect Soleimani with yeah. 9-11, it's like, 
everyone knows Saudis were behind 9-11. Yes. They literally gave American families affected by 9-11 the power to sue the Saudi government. They took it away. They yeah. took it away, but they yeah. gave it to him for sale. Yeah. And it's like no one, everybody, every my, my brother's a journalist who yeah. lived in China and also in Cambodia and whatever. It's pretty unanimous amongst journalists that it's the Saudis were behind it. Of course. It's unanimous with everybody. Right. So we can't just I think now everyone's just like okay. I don't this is the first uh real internet run up to war. Oh and yeah. it's not I don't think it's gonna be as smooth as having someone go on CNN and say mushroom cloud and right. and smoking gun mushroom cloud and all that and then plant something in the times and but the way the time they're so indoctrinated, all of these media outlets, to talk about... Somebody wrote an article saying, even saying, like, look, there's a lot of blood on Soleimani's hands. Why him? Why is there more blood on his hands than ours? Or oh, yeah. fucking any, name somebody that's involved in the Middle East. There's blood on everyone's hands. Well, when people are trying to say he's doing this shadow military that's a terrorist organ it's just like no that's just a spin that's just a yes. spin to make yeah was he fucking a hardline asshole who really didn't like the american government yeah but he's been like if that if you're iranian what's to like what's to like they are are they sunni or shia shia okay i know again that's what i'm saying so even they they have their own shit they have their own uh, prism that they look at things through. So they're trying to fight Saudi Arabia. Mostly they're trying to fight Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's Iran versus Saudi Arabia. Yes. And Iraq is getting caught in the middle. Yes. The U.S. now is very much backing Saudis. Right. So it's just this fight. But the funny thing is, it's the same thing with uh, Saddam Hussein. He's been an asshole for a long time. Yeah, why now? But all of a sudden, he's yeah. an issue. Yes. Soleimani, I mean, people were telling... Have been talking about Soleimani since the early 2000s. Yeah. So he's, this is not new. Yeah, 600 people, he, you know, 600 Americans' lives are on his hands, but they have been. This is not new. I don't understand. Also, we killed hundreds of thousands of Iraqis. Yeah. I don't understand. Why is that that we're exempt? We invaded this country for basically no reason, Iraq. So then they go, well, we were to uh, Saddam and. Uh, Saddam was the same fucking thing of, I, I can't have my neighbors thinking I don't have weapons. Right. So you guys are going like, let us come to the sites. And he's like, ah, he let the UN inspect everything. And they found nothing. And then they were like, well, we don't believe him because of this fake, fake kind of curveball. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's so fucking disgusting. And I'm hoping... I, I this may be wishful thinking on my part, and I'm sure it is. But most thinking is wishful thinking. <laughs> um, and uh, but I hope that this time people don't buy it. Well, the uh, the reason why I think the Trump administration has screwed themselves is because they have taken so much aim at the intelligence community. Yeah. So yeah, now a lot sudden, of people are like, point. oh, like, now wait, this I is. Thought, so now you like the intelligence community. So now so we not, like the rigged? CIA. Now they're not, not. This is the same people that said that you were that Russia rigged the election, but now they this they got, they got right? this right. This one huh. guy. Huh. Uh, well, when you start looking at things like WMDs, the off the Afghan papers, mm -hmm. it just 
I think a lot of people are more critical to just jump on board. Having 9-11 attacks. What are the Afghan papers? You never heard of Afghan papers? No. It's basically this report. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, no one talks about it. The one that from like a month ago? Yeah, it was basically. Oh yeah, the, like it was just the the cables rep- and all that shit. It would, no, it was it was a report that came out in the post about all this information that was. Yeah, and it, it basically just they did an interview of what what's really going on in Afghanistan. Yeah, and it how post. it was yeah. just yes, 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 come. Yes, yes. No one knows yeah. what the fuck every, they're doing. They didn't know from the beginning. They lied at every turn. Lied at every turn. Tried to put a positive spin on it. Constantly, yeah. and lives were lost. American lives were lost. Yeah. Afghani lives were lost. They had no understanding. Most of the time, the stability was only there until the troops left. They could never put yeah. in what they wanted. A, they couldn't fight corruption how they wanted. They just were in over their heads, and it was very critical. Yeah. Are we still in Afghanistan? A I little. Think so, a little bit still. Yeah. Anyways, we got we have, voted out of Iraq, uh, Iraq today. Yeah. The parliament said they got to go. Yeah, but it makes there's always been a push from the Iraqis yes. to get US out. Because, I like that. I couldn't believe they just stormed the embassy. Like you just stormed the embassy? Yeah, I know. Like a week ago? You like, just stormed you just realized like fuck these people. And people are using that as an excuse to, that uh Soleimani got killed, but it's like dude, get out. Right. Well, just, that was it's they in the in the times the or the post it said uh that they put the Soleimani assassination on the menu for Trump, thinking he wouldn't pick it. And then is that how we're doing things? Yes, yes. And then finally, and the first Maybe day he didn't one. pick it, and then he saw the the protesters and was like, "Fuck it, we're gotta we're we're going we're playing hardball with these animals." Um, and uh, that's what you get for electing a fucking moron. So all the people that elected Trump. You're probably you're someone in your family is gonna go die for fucking this moron because you didn't like the establishment and the, the gatekeepers and the okay cool. Well, cool. you know, even in all these Democratic town hall debates, not not one person has talked about foreign policy. It's not important to Americans, but it's really important. It really mm-hmm. is so much more important then we give credit to or we shed light on. And that's why a lot of, of Americans can do so much shit abroad and we Americans have no clue. So uh, the analogy I just thought of is that foreign policy is like your inner health, meaning like your <laughs> cholesterol, your blood pressure, your and because you're not gonna see the effects in the short term. No. And all this and, and domestic is like nose job right. uh Botox. By the time you see the long-term effects, it's kind of too yeah, late. Yeah, it's too late. That's correct. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, so I, I'm. It's such a fuck. It's why this is what. Ha- why this is what you fucking wanted. This is what. Ha- this is a moron, a fucking imbecile in charge. And I'm sure no one who listens to this voted for Trump, but but it's this is what you get when I. I just hope people are like this guy's not suited for this job no and now people are being deployed i mean i don't know what's going on but i do know that this even though the like the iraqis really felt trapped between the iranian government and the u.s yeah he pulled out of the iran nuclear deal for no re- other than no obama re- obama came up with it right that was just there was yeah. no reason yeah. but 
what I mean is now a lot of Iraqis were also against Iranian presence there because it was just yeah. expanding their military into yes. Iraq. So now because they violated Iraqi's sovereign space just to kill someone who's working for the government, mind you, I think it's uniting them more than... Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, it's like, so now they're all they're on the same side iraq's iraqis and iran iranians it's like wow okay yeah how long is that gonna last well because they're lasts... different they're sunni and shia they're not the same but they're sunni and shia in both countries i i just mean like it's basically like hey both of you chill whoa well now i'm on his side because you went too far you know what i mean i don't think yeah. i think it's just getting america out a little bit. I think they're uniting on that front, but I mean, who knows? Good. And by the way, none of we wouldn't have any of these problems if we did renewable energy. <laughs> we wouldn't. We wouldn't give a shit. We'd be like, I don't give right. a shit. Knock yourselves out. Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, cool. Great. Israel um, and fucking and renewable energy. Get move Israel. <laughs> We're taking over guys, Belize. Gotta go. We're gotta taking go. Belize over. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. Um, uh, wait, so what do you think about the fallout of all this uh World War Three. Oh, on shit. Twitter. God bless them. The I funny I thing, just think people was are like, dumb. I mean, it's like someone was like, "I don't understand why are they joking about this." I'm like, because it's what Trump. What else are they gonna do? Like, it's Trump. It's, no, because it's that. It's everything is a TV show. Right. So it's like, oh, it's a t- it's a, now this TV show. Me waking up to World War Three when Iranian Bay sees me. Da 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 da. <laughs> like, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, it is mostly. It's all this thing that's happening on your TV screen. So you okay? Um, I think it's also the new normal. It's like how we deal. Yeah. How do we cope? Yes. This seems scary. Yes, it's scary. Let me, let, me, let me minimize. I Everybody mean, also has a f- friend like that. With it's like it's a old age old thing whistling right. through the graveyard. Like you uh, take this. I knew I could trust thing. Neil you to give I me had one. old uh, old man old time past the graveyard, whistling through the graveyard, whistling past the graveyard. Yeah, that's you take so that's funny. what comedy is. You take this incredibly powerful, scary thing, and you minimize it. Yeah. Um, but the argument is, how soon can you minimize it? <laughs> now, and apparently, how, it's immediately. how much without belittling the victims? Um, the truth. But it's most the people. There was a somebody wrote a post saying uh there is a draft already it's called poverty (laughs) it's like yeah it's like chris said chris had that joke there's a there is a segregation it's called prices (laughs) just yeah if if, if orange costs nine dollars you're not going to the it's basically it signs is like no black whatever whatever it's like it's the same whites only uh it's uh it's the it's it's gonna hurt you know it'll hurt black and brown people the most and poor white people there is also there is a draft it's just paused oh right i mean i don't think they're bringing the draft i don't think they'd bring it back it's just basically if we need to we'll put the draft back which makes i feel like makes sense for a country it's like if not enough people are volunteering I don't, it will f- never, they will, they will not approve war powers if it's going to lead to a draft. They just, everyone that approves it will get voted off. Yeah, for sure. It's not going to be close. But this is what happens when you elect a moron, is he does moronic shit that you can't 
that's not easily undoable. Yeah. It's one thing to tweet. It's another thing to... It's one thing to hit send on a tweet. It's another thing to hit send on a fucking order to kill somebody. It's just... It's so grave and people... But people don't know. Better than Hillary. How is this better than Hillary? How? Because he's me. No, he's not. He's a fucking grifter. (laughs) But you... They won't know that until it's too late. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously. And... 6-1 since that matters. And... What do I even say other than... Hey. (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You watched the Kevin Hart documentary? Episode one of seven. Six, I believe. It's long. It's a lot of, there's a lot of episodes of Kevin well, Hart's life. Bianca, he's great. Anyway, they're like an Bianca. hour long. Uh yeah, I don't I It's kind of long. Yeah, it's long. He has some good narratives though. Oh, I liked it, but yeah. I don't I feel like after I saw the first one I I was good. Yeah, people thought it was manipulative. It's intended to be manipulative. It's it's in some ways it's the one way to to <coughs> dismiss it would be Kevin Hart, everything good about me is my mom, everything bad about me is my dad's fault. <laughs> um there is that he does sort of sell that mm. narrative for like a lot of episodes. Um, but ultimately he like seeing the Oscar shit from the inside is interesting. Yeah, that's cool. And um and Did you see the part where he gets in a fight? Yeah. He gets in a fight with what episode? <laughs> so I can four. skip to it. <laughs> okay, good. Episode four, probably. Um it's like one of the and parts of it are like one of those Olympic boxing videos. Yeah, like 30 for 30. Yeah, like I grew up near oh, yeah, the tracks like, and all that like shit. Like the HBO one yes, where they 24 do 24-7. 24-7? Yeah. Those uh, were so part good. Of, yeah, they're great. Um, and actually, there's actually more exercising in Kevin's videos than 24-7. <laughs> um, that guy that calls the, him a bitch is so funny. Oh, right. Yeah, you there's bitch. Like, yeah, there's... there's it's, it's funny knowing somebody a little bit and then watching a documentary about them. Like, because yeah. you just go like, oh... All right, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I to see him with other people, he's Kevin's a, a little bit of an idiot. That's what? the thing that I came away with. It's like, oh, he's a fucking idiot, and not in a way that he's an idiot the way anyone you spend time with is an idiot. Where mm-hmm. you realize, like, oh, you have huge blind spots. Yeah, the same way you listen to this podcast and you're very aware of every single way that you and I are idiots. If someone listens to the podcast, they go, yeah. oh, here she goes again with that, or here he goes again with that. Like, yeah, you just, any, any, um, you, if you, if you watch anyone, you will come away with drawing a bunch of conclusions. And right. so that's the part that I respect. He does try the mom, dad stuff too much. Um, and yeah, it's like sad. Justifying like, certain, like the cheating thing, because boys wasn't with him. It's like, just say I wanted to fuck another woman. Just say I wanted to fuck another woman. It's like, I get it. We've all wanted to fuck another woman. Um, or and the Oscar thing. The way they handle the Oscar thing, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh spoil, spoil anything, but I thought it was for what the show was building up to, I thought it was 
really fucking bad filmmaking. That's all I'll say. On whose part? On the part of the filmmaker, on the part of... Oh, no, no. His documentary? His documentary or the Oscar? Kevin's okay. documentary. I thought the way they like, covered it in like the movie... edit some shit? ...was so bad, it was like... Guys, shoot two things or clear. It was crazy. What episode is that one? The last one. Okay. Um, so that's all I'm going to say. I was just like, what? What? It was so fucking bad. It was like as bad as a voiceover, but it was almost like a postscript. <laughs> um, like atrocious. I don't really want to watch six or seven episodes on anyone in this style. Yeah. I agree. That's and I and that's I like Kevin Hart. I think a few hilarious. people refer to it as torgasm with Kevin Torg- Hart. <laughs> it's like I the OJ doc mm-hmm. because if it was if that was straight up all OJ, I right. would have been out. Yeah, and it would only it wouldn't have been that yeah. long. They, it's not you, about anything else. They weaved it. I yes. can't watch seven unscripted things about one. I mean, it's like dissecting someone's yeah. life. I have to be. I guess you have to. I don't know, maybe like dead or something. I don't know. I mean, I don't. don't... You can watch. I. I. It was someone you know personally, so I think there is an interest level. He's also in your same. Um, yeah, we're working together. Industry. On I get. And you know, there's a lot of reasons why I like it that other people might not like it. Right. I can um, watch that of a friend of mine who like blew up. I'm like, what? What? What are they gonna say yeah. about her? Yeah. But for someone who just thinks Kevin Hart is really funny. And is like a good comic. I think six episodes too long. Uh, I don't disagree. But, you know, I know a comedian who made four specials in a year. (laughs) So people people are doing, people (laughs) blowing it out. Um, And then uh, my friend Eddie Murphy, not my friend Eddie Murphy, uh, (laughs) Eddie Murphy, host of Science Live. And uh, I liked it, although I don't, like nostalgia sketches. I don't Mm-mm. I don't like I don't go see reunion concerts. I don't go on reunion tours. I, if you don't I like it when it was angry and raw and mm. immediate. Any sort of safe remember this I think is fucking kind of boring. But if you think about it and you've written for SNL, I'm not sure you're on SNL, but it was probably a better bet than Having them write of a bunch of new shit. I mean, they had that. They had that cake sketch early. Yeah. Uh, they had that cake sketch before any of the retros. Oh, okay. So, um, it was funny. He said shit on the air. He's from the time where you could get away with. A no, more. he's from the. He's he's a he's a he's an age of black guy where when you're doing something when you're talking crazy you say shit at the end. You go, shit. well, we got to get in the car. Shit. But so he said it. that was the cadence he went with. And he just added a shit and was like, oh, no. Um, uh, that was funny to me. The cake sketch was pretty good. It's fun. Look, he's an amazing performer. A fucking, he's Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And he was, he, and there were points where he was Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live. The thing that made me laugh really hard was... In the Mr. Robinson sketch, which I never liked really as a kid. Like I always thought, even as a kid, I was like, this is too broad. I didn't know that's what I thought, but I was like, mm. I didn't know what the joke is. It's Mr. Robinson. It's Mr. Rogers 
but he's poor and black. Right. So he goes like, who is it? And all that, like, what? Say, baby. Right. All that 70s shit. And, but the way he walks up the steps and turns to the camera with every, it was so goddamn funny. And I think he used to do it in the old sketch, but mm. he would turn, walk a few steps, turn to the camera, and then walk some more steps. So goddamn funny. And it was fun to see Gumby. It was fun to see him yell. Yeah. Like in I like Call he... Che a Black Bastard was really fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was fun. I was telling you that it was just weird to see someone do a a caricature of a Jewish guy. Yes. I was like, this sounds yeah. Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a curmudgeon he's doing an old New Jewish York man. Jewish yeah, dude. That's what he's doing. Right. Whereas in the seventies in New Good York luck. or eighties in New York, it's that's that probably was what we all did. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now my ears yeah, were like, like a Jewish, like, wait, what do you is this like, anti Semitic? But he's black, so it's not he's yeah, a black a, guy doing a Jewish voice. Which is hilarious. Yes. But I think if that was a fresh new sketch sketch. Oh no, that's not happening. I don't think it's happening. No, 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 no put that away. <laughs> so it's just it's even funny. like the Mr. Robinson thing of like you have twenty five illegitimate kids was the joke at the end. I was just like, I, doesn't that just feel like the bold, the baldest black stereotype? Yeah. Like just the bald, like what? Like I, I don't. I again, I'm surprised. There was I like the gentrification thing. I figured they would do that, and then yeah, that was funny. The but the twenty five kids. That's the part I didn't like about Mr. Robinson forty years ago. <laughs> It just even as a little, I was ten, and I was like, I don't understand why that's funny. Like, I I just didn't, I just didn't get. It's too simple a yeah. switch. And I liked the Velvet Jones pimp thing because mm. all it is like, oh, you're a sex trafficker. Yeah. Oh, so you're a sex trafficker? You're writing a book about how to how to be a prostitute, <laughs> sex trafficker, and then they saved it by saying that that's what women are doing on Instagram. Uh, which yeah, it's is, good. Which is good, a good switch. And there was an elf sketch that was good. He played an elf, and he was like, ah, anytime right. Eddie has both hands up, I'm enjoying Race. it. It's what? Good. And then I went here, and huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, that was very funny. Did you, how, you knew, the funniest part about the uh, monologue was when. Dave and Chris showed up? No, when the white dude tried to come up, and oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. okay, no, bye-bye. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, that was a good beat. You knew everybody there, right? I did. I knew everyone there. But it would have been too crazy. I didn't. No, I, not you, but I'm just saying those are all your friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tracy's mad at me, yeah. Why um, are you mad at you? I want to get into it. Okay. He's mad at me from when he got into an accident. Uh, he has a He has a case, let me say. He has a very good case. He got into his accident, right? Right. I spoke to him on the phone. I was doing Seth's show that night as a guest, and I saw Seth, Seth's friends with Tracy. I was like, I spoke to Tracy today. You think I should talk about it? Because he was still, like, hadn't made a public statement. And it's Seth and Jim were like, yeah, uh, yeah. And I did a funny joke, whatever, about talking to him and how he seemed like himself. And uh, But I was in with unwittingly potentially fucking up his money. Neil, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that's what you know what I mean. Like, yeah. So then his wife said he was mad at me, and I and he's and he 
has been mad at me since that was like six years ago when yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen him. And then people have seen him be like, oh, yeah, he's still mad at you. I'm like, okay. Well, you know, Neil, you got to loose lips, loose lips sink ships. Neil. Right. But I wasn't saying like, don't pay him. I was saying. Well, why not just. I realize now okay, the mistake <laughs> I made was it was his story to tell. It was not yeah. my story to tell. Again, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. Seth and <laughs> okay. Shoemaker, they rubber stamped it. Why are they fine? Shoemaker. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. So. So yeah. Um, it's funny. I I was on the internet and I saw this post that someone was like, "Oh, I found like my grandpa's old things," and from a long, long time ago. And I guess back then people would just write jokes, like type jokes on paper and like spread it around i don't know it was just a paper of like a bunch of jokes but yeah. it was from i'd say about the 50s or 60s and they wrote put, it? uh no it just was these kind of things that circulate yeah. back then i mean now we send it to each other electronically yeah. but you know back then they would mail each other drugs apparently <laughs> something it was just a like a bunch of jokes that someone type typewrited out and they were so sexist and racist mm -hmm. I couldn't believe, like, some were funny, but it was the um, broad generalizations that everyone took as norm. Matter of fact. Were so fucking rude. Uh -huh. I laughed. I thought it was funny. But I also was like, oh, yeah. so glad rude. we evolved. This is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so black, to black people, and especially to women. Yep. It was interesting. Women were loathsome people who should do <laughs> housework. <laughs> That was the, that's who women were. In comedy, uh, the comedy rules were women are loathsome and they're a pain in the ass and they should be doing housework. I'm assuming that's what the premise was. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many and it Nag. was. Nag. Um, yeah. Anyways, it's, it's interesting. Um, all right. There is a documentary on Hulu called Honeyland, which I don't want to. It's about not too much. I, I it's so good. Dad. It's about a woman in Estonia who is growing, who has uh, honeybees to make honey for her to sell, and it is so stark. And it's the woman who lives like in a rock formation house in Estonia with her mother who's on death's door and it's Borat, but it's like a neighborhood. And all I can tell you is it's please watch it. Okay, it's a little it. slow. I'm not going to lie. It's a little, I slow, like slow, boring. but there are scenes of such hilarious. There is her neighbors are the funniest. Maybe my favorite characters on a, in a, I've seen in a movie in a long time. They're basically just, it's a dad who's a fucking asshole. Mom is an asshole. They're constantly threatening to beat their kids. They are beating their kids. They're raising. Neil's laughing. They're raising. It's <laughs> like. The, they're, they're trying to raise their own bees. The bees are stinging them. The kids are crying. And he's like, go put the mask on. And then he's like, oh, he stung me. He really fucked me up. And it's all in Estonian. But. He's yelling like, I'm going to chop your head off at the little kids. Uh, it's wonderful. So you liked I, it. Yes. It's so great. And there are some scenes in it that are so goddamn abusive and funny. Speaking of abusive and funny, 
Did you see Marriage Story? I don't want to. Women don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> no, I know I a just, lot of women who don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Just so there's a divorce. Yeah. That sounds awful. There is a scene. There, there, there's a a settlement, a divorce, where they're 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 uh, arbitration or whatever in court that they should make people who want to get married watch should be like scared straight they should make them go to a court a courtroom and watch these people try to get custody and there's a scene after it where they're arguing that's five minutes and it's one of the best couple couple arguments i've ever seen in a movie it's so better than closer i mean it's up there no closer i saw on broadway and I was oh, like, wow. ooh, this is right Saw up my alley. Him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saw it on Broadway. Didn't know what it was. And was like, yeah, I'll go see this. Close is and so good. Fucking, yeah, like fucking flame throwing at each other. Oh, it's great. Um, so you like Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Oh, uh, I could watch couples argue. <laughs> it, you just want me to. I love Virginia Woolf. I mean, I, I mean, I, that's so. That's so like. Cartoony. Yeah, it's over the top. But it's the, it's the OG. Even Closer is a little cartoony. Plays can get a little, but but this theatrical. is real because you kind of see them. You've seen, you've experienced this. They've shown you the thing mm. they're fighting, the things that they're fighting about. And I watching the the deposition or whatever you want to call it was the scene before. I was like, I don't think I could take this. I really don't think I could take. What it. What would you do? Take half, bitch, whatever. Go no, away. it wasn't. They were, they're arguing over custody of a oh, kid. Custody. So it's like. You would just give up custody? I don't know. I just would find it so oppressive. Someone referred to um, divorces. It's like downward pressure on your soul. Oh, no. And that's watching these scenes. That's what it reminded me of. Like, I don't think I could bear this. This would be too much for me to bear. Mm. I don't think I'd kill myself, but I would really be distraught. So upset. Cause everything is I know a guy who was getting divorced and I emailed him an idea and he called me and goes, Don't email me anything because they're they will subpoena my emails. And if you email me an idea and I don't want to do it, my wife can argue that I didn't want to do it because I wanted to withhold money from her. Oh my god! So that's just one guy. Well, that was like prenups. I don't understand what the problem is. It protects you more than it. But custody is a different thing. Oh, custody, custody is, is way yes. Worse. Yeah, no, custody. custody is a different. This was that was fiduciary. Right. Custody is a whole other. I mean, I I was in the family courts for a long time because my parents when their divorce was very messy. Yeah. And it was shitty. Like as as a kid, I really feel for. What kids. were they arguing over? Custody, for the most part. How old? I took for a very long until like custody passed the divorce. They were divorced, been done with. It's still just you can keep trying to change custody. Yeah, you don't just get custody, and it's, that's how it and is. And was was it a proxy war? Were they? Was it? Were they? Were they litigating more than just you? Was it about? I mean, usually someone's feelings are hurt and they try to make the other person miserable. For sure. That part was done, but the custody battle just dragged on to the point where they, I, I remember one time this, 
someone from the court, I don't remember who, just put me in a room and was like, who do you want to live with? Yeah. And I was like, and they, at that age, I understood that that whatever I tell this lady will get back to both my mm-hmm. parents. So I, I wanted to live with one more than the other. I'm not, I won't say which one. And I was like, I'm not, I, I like them both. And I was really young. And they're like, yeah. you have to choose one. I was like, no, I like, I love both my parents. I'm not going to choose. And they like, and she was so frustrated. She like walked out and slammed the door. And then we left and the custody stayed the same because I didn't say, it just is yeah. so awkward. It's like, well, it's, it's, it's traumatizing. It's like not right. I don't know what I, what a better solution is. I know, but also like kids aren't fucking stupid. Like yeah. that's one thing that was my ultimate takeaway was I knew exactly what was going on because yeah. your parents talk to you about it. They, they'll yell about it. They talk about it when you're at home, They're like, Oh, your mother and da, da 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 So it's like, when we get to court, I understand why we're there. I have to be there. Someone's interviewing me. I don't want to be a part of it. I really just would have rather it not be involved because as a kid, you don't want to hurt your parents yeah. feelings. So I think it's super traumatizing. That's why I'm like, oh, a divorce in court? I'm real good on watching that. Like, it's just I yes. sad. As I, like, wish my parents had gotten divorced. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is it. I missed this. This is I, I was deprived of this. Um, yeah, I fucking loved that movie, though. I thought it was great. You thought it was good? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, like, yes, yeah, Scarlett, everybody's great. Someone said that it felt like someone was talking to me about saying it felt like the filmmaker was just needed to just do a He's dump in a relationship. of his. He's in a successful eight year relationship. I don't know if it's old shit, but might be. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, let's. Well, you know what time it is, right? Big Willie style. It's time to check that email. <laughs> You've got mail. I want to know how Neil feel and what Binky thinky about Donald Glover becoming a creative consultant for Andrew Yang's political campaign. And I have a question for each of you. Neil, would you ever consider working for a political campaign? And Bianca, I know that you used to live in Europe and um, universal basic income is more common there and not really viewed as a welfare thing. And so my question is, do you ever see UBI working in America? And what would you do with an extra $1,000 a month? Um, Donald Glover working for Andrew Yang. I don't know. That's like when, that's about as exciting to me as Billie Eilish starting a new clothing line with H&M. I don't, I mean, it seems cool. Wait, I, is that real? Which? The Billie Eilish? No. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Is that, are you serious? No, Donald Glover joining Andy. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It just seems Google like some dumb Hollywood shit. Why would, um, it just, cause they go like, he's losing. Go away. Uh, yeah, creative consultant. I mean, but what why? does that mean? What does that mean? Make obtuse <laughs> art? I don't, what the fuck's he gonna tell him? Again, <laughs> he's gonna Hollywood make him a rat. Success doesn't mean anything, um, except for Trump. Um, he's great. He's he's the best. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, cool. I don't know. It just seems like co-opting 
somebody i'm sure i'm sure he's not like did we speak to before we did we let donald weigh in on this press release it's a cute thing um i would the i would work for i don't would i work for political i mean i've gone i did phone banks i think the last election um, no, no. Would bit. you like be a consultant? Would I work for? Yeah, I would. If one of my friends asked me, I would. Like, there are people. If Seth, Trevor Noah, or Mulaney ran for office, I would work for them. I would straight up like, I will go and work for you. Like, so whatever cute. the money is, I don't care. Right. I will work for you. Like, th- these are viable people, and whose judgment I trust. And, um. I feel like Trevor will, but it'll be like in Africa or something. Yeah, um, he can't do it here. And Mulaney, I don't know. Mulaney, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Uh, That's really funny. And I've offered Mulaney, by the way. But like, look, just so you know, I will be secretary of something. <laughs> secretary of something. Um, um, the now UBI. Talk about UBI. Uh, UBI. I think, <clears throat> I just think the our culturally america is not in a position to accept we really we really shit on social help uh-huh. here yeah but we're also a society that's deeply rooted in christian values mm-hmm. so i don't get it um if it's not coming out of christianity and being a good person on like your own will if it, the government is helping you hard work it's a protestant work ethic right shit. it's we really shame you yeah. into needing help socialist you know people are so crazy so i don't i think culturally it just won't work to take the shame out of needing help i mean in germany there's a thing called i think i talked about it kindergeld they just give you money until you're 26 yeah for being a kid it's called kindergeld which means child money you just get money that's why i never i think it depends on your what's up with your family but i always laughed when people were like German rappers, I'm like you still getting Kindergeld? Shut the I'm fuck up! You out here Kindergeld? Just call yourself Kindergeld. <laughs> that would actually be a good rap name. That would Kindergeld. Um, um. So I just I I can't. No, it's too far. It's too far outside the Overton window of possibilities. It's yeah, just and it's too far. People are it's like, like what? I mean, I'm glad that people are bringing it up because then it becomes a possibility. Right. Um. But. But I don't. by the way uh, the other thing i want to say is celebrity endorsements don't fucking no one everyone endorsed hillary it didn't make a difference and like kid rock endorsed trump it doesn't fucking make no it doesn't it doesn't matter at all yeah um but i think fuck i forgot what i was saying because i coughed anyways (laughs) um yeah i don't know i don't i don't think we're oh that's what i was gonna say i don't understand why we need to shame people for having help though I don't understand that push because of capitalism lazy. says that if you didn't do it yourself, then you are a lazy parasite. So few people do it themselves, though. Of course, but I mean, no one does it all themselves. Yeah, it's fucking roads and all this infrastructure. <laughs> roads. I mean, you didn't build this road. Yeah, it's infrastructure. It's like yeah, you didn't. That's not yours, right? Um, but people don't understand. They don't even understand that the roads are not theirs. Yeah, that they paid ta- that someone bill eh, taxes. Everyone pays in. People don't. People don't under. 
people don't understand the system we live. It's people say it's like there used to be civics classes and in, mm. in and how helpful it was and we need to bring it back. I because people truly don't even know what the government's supposed to do. They don't understand it. Yeah. They don't they truly are like, "What? No, I don't like it. Do you want uh Medicare? Yeah. Do you want um, Obamacare? No. Just all that shit. Okay, cool. So you don't know what you're talking about? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Um, Goodbye. So there's that's that. Now, here's another letter. Woo shit. You got uh, Neil, I recently had a blow up with this girl who I had up until this point been seeing regularly for about two months of change. I was seeing her only her during this time. But we didn't have the exclusive talk, and we were using rubbers. Um, the issues were twofold, and I'd like your thoughts on both. First, she was very suspicious that she didn't meet, that she hadn't met any of my friends uh, yet, and basically accused me of not wanting her to meet them. Uh, I told her that it was because the weather in New York had recently turned cold and dark, and my friends were less inclined to be doing shit. Um, not to mention, I also didn't want to be doing shit. Plus, in my experience, the first few months of any relationship are the horniest spent uh, feeling each other out, as it were, and any planning largely involves activities where all signs point to fucking. What is the minimum amount of time two people can be dating before it becomes suspicious that one has not met the other's friends? Secondly, she's apparently the type of person that gets tested after every new partner. I, on the other hand, routinely get tested once a year, and then before I'm planning to take condoms out of the equation with a given person. Other than that, I keep it pretty tight and don't generally worry too much about the sexual health. We had a talk before. Uh, how often do you get tested? And what is the most you can reasonably expect a stranger to have gotten tested? What's the maximum amount of time a person hasn't gotten tested where it would be a deal breaker? Okay, two, two for. Uh, how long before um, it becomes suspicious oh, uh, to I date? I don't know. Get me. tested. <sighs> Every six months? I don't, this is a question I, for a doctor. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I mean, like, if someone... Has I feel like women get tested all the time. Oh, I get tested. I got tested twice while I wasn't having sex with anyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Why? Just because? I'm, I'm a slight hypochondriac. Got it. And if I feel anything, I'm like, what? So what funny. is it? I have to know. I love hospitals. Take me. I love them. They make you feel better. Don't be afraid. You I go to the them. hospital? You check into the ER? No, no. Uh, hello, I have AIDS. <laughs> no. I've convinced myself I've had everything. I, there was one thing that was like only under seven-year-old Asian boys get. Like I, that's me. I, I got it. See you there. Ha, I got the Hajimoto's. So, um, yeah, I'm just uh, that's probably a girl thing. But also, girls get more. We don't know what's up. Yeah. So if something's wrong. We also display symptoms of things. You guys are just the passer honors yeah. of it. So we're the strong silent type. Uh, I don't, I try to get tested every six months or something. I'm there's more... a new service that I'm that I've emailed that where you can do at home. You can what? do STDs at home, STD tests at home. How awkward to find out in your living room. Fine. I don't, what do I care? <laughs> How awkward to find out in a fucking doctor's office. It's no, all they awkward. call you. None of it's good. Maybe they'll call you. They didn't. I didn't. You don't know that they don't call. I don't know. You're right. Um, <laughs> so I can't remember the name. I'm. I'm. I have to. I tried to get involved, and I got to email them something or something. Um, what about the friends thing? 
Uh, That's something we actually can talk about. I think if... I always see it as a bad sign if somebody's, like, engaged and I rarely see the guy or woman. I'm like, what are you... Who are you hiding? <laughs> you're hiding me or you're hiding them? You're hiding right. us or you're hiding them? Right. Um, I think it's overrated and I think it's relevant and I think it can be overrated. I think it's relevant to introducing them to your friends and I also think it could be completely irrelevant and I was like, I don't know. You're not dating them. You're. Yeah. I'm the one who's dating you. I like. I. You. They're the way I am with my friends. You're not gonna like. We do. We like UFC yeah. or we like bat. We like a thing that's not. You know, relevant to our relationship. So I think it's. I think I. While I'm sure I have hidden women from my friends. Um, I. I don't know what I. It. I think it depends. Which yeah, is a bad answer. But. You know what's interesting? You can feel when someone's hiding. It. You, I can feel when someone's hiding it because I never care. I'm like, yeah, let's meet your friends. I'm I like yeah. getting along with people. I'm really easy to talk to. So, but if there was only one guy where it was getting weird, where we dated for like nine months, and I never met his friends. Did he meet your friends? Uh, a few, but I also, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not like, yeah, you're not going to be my people. Yeah. If I, and this is the weird thing. He was always like, oh, we don't, I don't ever see them. But every time I was out of town, he was like, oh, I'm with my friends. Yeah. I was like, interesting. Yeah. And I asked him once, I was like, why haven't you ever let me be around my, your friends? <clears throat> and he's like, that's not, I don't, mm, mm. I, yeah. I didn't care, but it's almost like, well, now I care. Yeah. What's up? But there was a lot of red flags, so that was probably one of them. Um, I yeah, so I I think it could be relevant, and I think people do that. I just don't know if it's going to help you long term or not. I don't think I think if you're, I think the chances are if somebody's hiding somebody, then they don't have faith in the relationship. Yeah. In this case, it's two months. It's like, oh, you want to? What do you want to do? Also, weird that she's like. Why haven't I met your friends? Yeah. Goodbye. Chill out. Two months is fine. Yeah. It's not that long. No. You've got mail. Hey, how Neil feel? It's your favorite feeler again, Winston. I wanted to hit you guys up with the fact that the MLB just recently made a new rule where marijuana is going to be treated like other substances of abuse, where they're going to actually get people to go to rehab and try to rehabilitate instead of treat them like criminals. It's no longer going to be one of the category drugs that you can get suspended for. Uh... I thought it was good. That's where it should be. But I also, it's impossible to not notice that it's for baseball of all the sports. What do you guys think about the fact that baseball is the sport that's actually starting to be the first sport to treat marijuana differently? Again, don't think it's coincidence. How Neil feel? What Binky thinky? Hope you guys are doing well. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Um, I don't. He kind of missed that was a little confusing the way he stated that, but yeah, I thought he was going one way it. and then they're another not, way. They are, he said that they are, but they're not. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see how you can make something illegal that's legal in half the states you're playing. Right. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the NBA's thing is, but I'm sure in the next collective bargaining, weed is going to be legal. It's a, it's got a ton of up. Uh, positive things for 
for people's bodies. So I don't see, I, I don't think it's good for, I don't think it's, though having said that, I've heard of tons of players who play high, so. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh yeah, like tons. Like, but they don't, that's why when people bet on this, I'm like, you don't want to bet on these guys. <laughs> Not just the, yeah. any of these sports. Like, you yeah. d- guys, I'm telling you, it's way too human. It's just too human. You right. don't, it's just These aren't human machines error. going out No, there. exactly. Uh, so, yeah, good. I don't, I, I don't see, if it's legal in the, in the state or the city, I don't see how it's going to be. I mean, shrooms will be next. I, you know. That these things are. I Not was a big thinking, deal. even thinking about, I was thinking about making a, a meme of uh, alcohol when it found out that they were banning vapes. Because alcohol is probably like, so we're good? Wait, I'm fine and you're banning vapes because 40 people went to the hospital? Alcohol kills millions of people every year. What about cigarettes? Vape Cigar- is but again, cigarettes. at least people admit cigarettes are bad. Like they admit cigarettes are bad. Alcohol is like, yeah, it's fun. Oh yeah. Alcohol is like a fucking killer. There was an article that said it's a carcinogen for cancer. Like, of course, it's a killer, and and it's people just accept it. No, and mo- uh, most older people I know can't drink very well. Since- what do you mean? I feel like alcohol and milk go hand in hand. I mean, most people are like, I can't really, like, oh, my body doesn't yeah. process that anymore, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's a thing that you just, I have friends that want to drink. They don't have a problem with it or substance abuse. They just physically Are they Asian? Do. No. They're white. Huh. And they're just like, I, I get, I'm wrecked for two days. Well, I can't, I mean, I gotten drunk like twice as an adult and last time was in like 2005 and i was drunk the next day <laughs> like i can't fucking be drunk during it's like well, yeah, I, I just so does funny. nothing for me it, none of it's good me and uh my coworker trying to explain to you because i was saying how i was so wasted at the yeah. comedy store holiday party and we were trying to explain to you like how is how is that fun yeah, you, you like, don't remember it. Uh, we just—it's just fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was like people speaking two different languages. You're like, you're like, did you fall asleep somewhere? Yeah, and you <laughs> had, you had, thankfully. Um, Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca, uh, <laughs> amazing podcast. I'm not a podcast guy, but yours has helped me get into that world of it, and I uh, thank you for it. Keep up the good work, sir, for the long rant. My question is as follows. A few episodes ago, Bianca talked about how annoying it was to be on holiday or overseas and people won't shut up about your politics. I can relate to that. I'm Venezuelan and moved to Spain and uh, took me a lot of money and emotional burden to be able to leave my country. And everyone knows the failed state that was socialism over there. I know Latin American socialism is super different than American European socialist ideas. I'm center left myself, but is it's annoying to get people my age always lecturing about my country and what happened to to it. I'm not a well-versed or educated person on politics, but it's like 30 years living in the country doesn't matter next to the 30 the, sorry, next to the three books many European American leftist students read in college and are always talking down to me about my own country. Um uh I, they don't really have a question. <laughs> 
What, what do no, you think so about I ask this? your opinion on whether or not it's fucked up to dismiss a survivor experience because it doesn't fit the political theories or ideas that you believe in and don't want to tarnish your side of politics. Of course it's absurd. Yeah. Like, of course. You yeah, fucking of course. Yeah. fuck these people. Yeah, they don't fucking know. Yeah. You know how many times I've been told, like, uh, America doesn't... The reason why people are fat in America is because there's not a lot of vegetables available. That's Three funny. people have legitimately asked me that. Like... Do you, where they hear that? I don't fucking know. Well, in their defense, in in low income neighborhoods, that is relatively true. There's but, a there's a surplus of garbage. There's for sure. a shitload of KFC and Taco Bell and but all. But obesity shit. is spread out between all classes. Is it? I'm pretty. Remember when that bombshell report came out that said fifty percent of Americans are obese? Yeah. I think that's really what, I think that ran around the world, you know? So a lot of people are like, everyone in America is fat. And then said, because, I mean, everyone in America is fat, but. No, but fucking London, like, go find a 40 year old. fat everywhere, yeah. I mean, the amount of KFC there in the Philippines, (laughs) dog, it was, I mean, it was, there were no normal restaurants. It was all fast food. (laughs) It was all fast food. Jollibee? Burger King, although our driver referred to it as King Burger, which I was like, I "What is that? that?" And then he said, "And then I was like, <laughs> oh, Burger King.'" He's like, "See, King Burger." And King it was, Burger. Uh, that was really funny. Um, yeah, people are fat, and uh, and you shouldn't listen to. If someone lived there, then they they trump yeah. your whatever book you've read. Goodbye. Just listen to them. Just listen to them. You've got mail. Hey Neil. Hey Banks. Big fan. Neil, just came across a documentary on YouTube called Laughing Matters. Right. uh, It has a whole bunch of you in it. Uh, Listen to the podcast. Don't remember you mentioning it. Wow. Uh, Can you talk about it? Yeah. Guys, I'm not holding out. Yeah, you didn't talk about something you did, Neil. I was in a documentary. By the way, the Mark Twain thing airs tonight, whatever, this week. That's Tuesday. Tuesday. When does the podcast come out? Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, within hours. Tuesday yeah, on it. PBS. It's going to be the most be entertaining one. Fucking, yeah. Um, Bianca was mad because I'm not in the promo. That's fine, Bianca. Me, I mean, Bradley Cooper, Aziz, John Stewart, let them have it. Let the kids run around. I know, but Tiffany Haddish, come you on. did the best. I know. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, oh, yeah. It, it was a documentary about depression in comedy and... Um, it was good. I mean, I think it's pretty well understood at this point that comedy and depression are pretty closely linked. Um, and, but it's Sarah Silverman's in it. Rain Wilson produced it. The crazy ex-girlfriend Rachel is in it. Um, a bunch of people. So, uh, maybe Paul, uh, Chris Gathard, um, Goldman's not in it. It was before his HBO. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, on YouTube. It's a good documentary. I think you know uh, it. it uh, I don't know if it offers any solutions, but it definitely. If you want to feel less alone, shed some light. Now's your time. <laughs> Go to YouTube.com and type in "less alone." No, I'm kidding. Uh, type in 
laughing matters. You, that's the problem with comedy documentaries is they all have a wacky. It's like comedy, comedy. clubs. Yeah. Yuck, yuck. I know. Ha, ha. I know. Why? I know. Because they are so people, cheesy. I, I know. Goodbye. Um, This is a good one. This is about you. You've got mail. Listen to the podcast got me thinking. Binks talking about girls choosing guys that make them feel safe, blah, 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 blah. So guys who are taller and bigger and stronger have that built-in caveman safe vibe pro- projection built in. But it's 2020. If you live in a decent-sized city and have enough money for an alarm and a gun, I guess that makes you about as safe as you can get. More money equals potentially more financial safety, better neighborhoods, et cetera. But... Is the responsibility now on women when pursuing mates to kind of reject those biological instincts? Think of all the talented, hilarious, smart guys uh, are settling for like sixes and sevens when they could be nines. They could be getting nines and tens. Mm. Also, all those girls could uh, just have way more fun and probably be treated way better than a lot of the guys that they're that are just cruising by on some six four height and pretty decent job, but not much else. Is it up to the girls to break the built-in psychological triggers and reprogram for the new age? Is it possible to do so? Will the 5'8", 155 uh, guy who runs 10Ks and works as a consultant, analyst, data shit, whatever, and has a longer life expectancy see his day, or will women still drop him off for someone who fits the caveman prehistoric triggers? Happy New Year's to you both. Okay, first of all, we both have to stop doing it at the same time. It's not on women or men, because people ask men to you know oh don't be shallow and stuff like that but i mean you like who you like you're right. never gonna want a big bitch Sorry. me a big woman me neil brennan neil brennan yeah you you're fizzy so who are you but i, I would say that i'm not the reason i i like a quote-unquote fit woman is because um that is health to me. That's health. I'm healthy. I would like a person that's also healthy. But, you know, there's some people who say the same things like men like a smaller girl, men mm-hmm. like a girl that isn't as big as them. We can, re- I mean, yes. this is just, these are just theories on why people like shit. I'm yes. not saying, I don't feel safe. Like, it's it's not, it's just, they're I just think ideas. That men, I think he's the 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 thing he said that was wrong in here in terms of arguing his case. Don't mention what guys should be with. Like they're getting sixes and sevens when they first of all. Anytime you're mentioning numbers, you're you're you're. If fucked. you could be getting nines and tens, you would. Yes. I mean that you're getting. Right, but as, he's saying that based on his job, or based on his safety, the amount of safety he can provide, he should be getting quote unquote nines and tens. Right. Um. No, he's saying that, um, but the the responsibility on women when pursuing mates to kind of reject these biological instincts. Think of all the talented layers, smart guys that are settling for six and sevens. Right? They could. Well, why are they settling? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that, that's that's what, I'm what I'm saying. They're not set. They're not. He they, just don't say sixes. Okay. Yeah. Just don't just put don't, numbers, just and we numbers can numbers don't. Okay. Just well, don't do it. let's delete that. Yeah. And then uh, we'll talk about. I don't. The, the, what you're saying is who's got more more cave triggers men or women that's not what i'm saying kind of isn't that what you're saying like you want men you're saying women have to stop having these triggers but so should men i'm just saying that we all generally i think we can let's just make total small pox blanket statements Mm -hmm. girls like taller guys Mm -hmm. girls like bigger guys guys like smaller women guys like to Maybe that women that are shorter than them, yep. these sort of fit. I don't know, yep. whatever. Let's just 
Like we can make yeah. arguments against, but whatever. I think if we're going to take aim at going against those biological instincts and just dating everyone for who they are, then I just think we both do it on the same side. I don't. Men, think I think, are dating for uh, our triggers are. I think partially it's got to be for. T- I mean, I used to joke about like a woman with big boobs here, like she will feed me during the winter solstice. Like, yeah. like there is that. Like, why guys like girls with big boobs or big butts has to do with fertility for sure. And it's silly. And but if your your penis doesn't care about social mores you're meaning if you don't if you're standing behind a woman and her butt and hips look like your brothers <laughs> you're gonna be like ah i you can't talk your penis into that i i just you know? think it's like slip, if, yeah. if you yes yeah. so i think that you're right but i will say in my experience i find that women complain about that type of guy more than guys complain about a a perfectly sculpted woman. Whereas women will think that this tall guy is like, they'll really talk themselves into like, no, I think he might be the one. No, he's pretty amazing. And then, then you end up getting hurt and it's like, well, you got hurt because this guy was clearly a dickhead from the beginning. Um, Whereas I think guys are just like, Oh, fuck her. And then, uh, and then, oh, she's crazy. Oh, yeah, she's crazy. That, that girl's crazy. Guys are, he's sleeping. Yeah. Um, guys are way less choosy. Yes. But women can be convinced to love a fucking rock. I feel like. Yeah, but they often don't. They, 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 maybe they eventually do, but yeah, uh, not in their twenties. <laughs> they ain't loving. I, I, I really, my whole point. Abs is like something I'm looking for in my 20s as a woman. I mean, not again. I know not you in particular. No, no, I know not me. But seventy percent. I'm trying to, even my friends and people I know, not everyone's dating a super hot guy. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time, they're just dating a decent looking guy that's cool in some aspect. Yeah, you know what I mean. No one is like dating Fabio. So. Right. The the yes, the I most of the time when I see a woman who's with a broad shouldered dummy, I think about the woman like, oh, you can have her. <laughs> like I wasn't I wasn't in I there was no risk of her liking me. Right. I don't wasn't we're not in the same market, me and that guy. No way. There are times where I get into a good market and then there's always some mitigating thing where i'm like oh that's oh you want to be in show okay (laughs) all right um yeah i'm gonna go home yeah uh okay um i just i've dated i've mostly dated very tall guys but i've dated guys five eight five nine whatever that's considered small so it's still above average average five seven for men well i'm small so everyone's tall to me yeah uh i don't know I just, I feel like we boil men and women down to such a cheesy stereotype sometimes when it comes yeah. to dating. And I just, I don't 
think I do. Yes, I. I do think it's real, but I, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to fully sign up for. It. I, I'm t- because I'm the quote unquote victim of it. I do find that women have weirdly shallow standards for men, but uh, I'm sure women feel the same way. It's hard to say who who has it worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like if if I. Because I think women internalize it more and end up like, hmm, uh, 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 fillers and all that shit. Yeah, a guy's um, just like, whatever. Oh, what? Oh, he's gay. Just say he's gay. <laughs> just... um, Goodbye. Oh, uh, this is a really fucking funny one. Okay, go. This is they're taking you to task. Great. You've got mail. We've heard her boast about wanting to unleash the freak in these dudes in the bedroom, but I'm questioning how serious this could be. She's proclaimed attack. great at head, but also <laughs> has made some other remarks that made me question how big of a freak is really being unleashed. Bring it on, bitch. At one point, when discussing homosexuality, she made a point something like, who cares what goes in what hole? But then, when talking about potentially dating a guy who had experimented or been with other guys, said she wouldn't want that or wouldn't want to know, which is an interesting point for the who cares wh- what in what hole crowd. So I take it what? fingers in the guy's ass aren't happening. Recently, someone wrote about a boring sex partner. They said no dressing up. And Binkertons, uh, in all caps, immediately gasped, dressing up in her best what the <laughs> fuck who does that vibe. So I'm guessing no dressing up in role play. <laughs> Neil began his short dialogue manifesto about the wide ranging clit- clitoral stimulation needs of different women. From soft caressing to, I believe, what he called mashing. And Bickerton's again gasped at the mashing concept, bringing up some sensitivity issues, which is all fine and well. But it's 2020 now, Banks. No butt stuff, no dressing up, no clit mashing. Allegedly strong dome skills. But what kind of freak is truly being unleashed here? From reading between the lines, I seriously question how wild it is getting in the apartment over in Koreatown. Uh, personally, if I'm going to believe the hype, I would need to hear some pacifics in all caps about the techniques, but mama Binks listens to podcasts, so maybe not needed, but I just (laughs) wanted it to be on the record that I have some doubts and Binkerton's may be more bark than bite. (laughs) Best wishes in 2020. Again, if you reply with the, please do the video or audio, not going to happen, chief, just like copy and paste it into a robot voice thing or something. That was so funny. Yeah. He really, <laughs> this kid listens and he gets it and he I takes us feel to extra now. Here's the deal. First of all, I don't know this, who cares what hole is what. I don't know. I don't recall you don't that know one. this woman? I, I just don't know the context. So mm-hmm. I can't, I'm going to ignore that. <clears throat> who said no butt stuff? Not me. Uh-huh. For I, other people. You don't want For wanna... a guy. Yeah, that's, we have butts. Hello. <laughs> I know you have butts. Okay, so this is all I can tell you. Because, you know, Mama Binks does listen. She does listen. The reason why I think I'm uh, good fun in the bedroom Mm -hmm. is because every single thing I do, whether it's something you want to do more or it's something I really want to do more, everything I do, I really, really, really want to do it and get into it. And, and present. And I think that makes a good partner. Yeah. Somebody and I'm, said Dan Savage says, like, 
the three G's and one of them is game. Meaning like you're game for whatever. I am fucking game. And you wear um, the shit under your eyes, the black shit under your eyes, like a football player because you're so game. That's how exactly game, game day, baby. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I, it's hard to give specifics. I don't really want to. <laughs> no, you should. No, of course not. <laughs> but um, the reason why also I've made the claims I've made is because I've heard it from unsolicited feedback from partners, broken up, non broken up. Like even after the fact, I'll still get a man. Those blankety blanks. Where that was the best blankety blank ever. Blankety, blankety blank to my blankety blank. Exactly. <laughs> or so my name isn't James <laughs> T. Blankety blank. Uh, so I mean, I just have reasons why I think, and I have been with a few people who were un, um, who were not as seasoned, mm-hmm, if you will, mm-hmm. and uh, even to this day are very like, you, you broke me from my freak locker. It's free so locker. fucking, I don't it's know what to you, dude. And she will break you out despite Come her contradictions. <laughs> Goodbye. You got um, mail. Final question of the day. Al Jolson, the first movie star of the talkie area, comedian, singer, was once the biggest sensation in showbiz, yet when Neil referenced him, Bianca replied, who? Because he failed to leave behind a memorable body of work, Jolson has been largely forgotten, joining the ranks of such other former number one box office stars as Glenn Ford. Tyrone Power and Suzanne Hayward in relative obscurity, which leads me to ask: I actually don't agree that Al Jolson didn't leave a memorable body of work. He did. It's just fucking racist, so <laughs> you can't really show it. Uh, which leads me to ask: Which of today's major stars are destined to be forgotten? Dwayne Johnson, Tom Cruise, Eddie Murphy. Will they be remembered by those born in 2040? Um. I think it comes down to quality of picture. Mm. I think that Tom Cruise will be remembered for <laughs> Top Gun. I think and Mission Jerry Impossible. Maguire. I think those are yeah, but Mission uh, Jerry Maguire aged horribly. I knew it would. Yeah, it was really fucking bad. Garbage. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. it's a lighting. It's a that movie's all about lighting. <laughs> I mean, I again, I'm it's inside baseball, but that movie's fucking. It's corny, um, and like she's gonna come with me because she's a supportive guy. Just like none of it. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise will be well. I think that Top Gun will be shown and remembered. I, first of all, I don't think anything gets remembered. Honestly, I think there's a few, like Will Shawshank. You think about like modern classics, like Shawshank. Good example. A lot of the ubiquity of Shawshank is because they just air the shit out of it on TNT. Right. The reason they aired it because it did well. But um, I think at this point, the reason you remember Bogart and Cary Grant and um, who's the other one? Uh, uh, Errol Bogart Flynn. Um, Errol um, Flynn a little but no one's watching Errol Flynn movies Charlie Chaplin's the only one who like that motherfucker endures like yeah like that's I mean they don't play it on TV but Chaplin's bigger than everyone w. knows C. Fields. him he's bigger than Howard everyone Lloyd, knows him Harold and I, yeah. I've almost never seen a full Chaplin film yeah he's his own genre yeah uh, Eddie might be remembered for uh, 48 Hours 
the uh the nutty professor nutty and, professor yeah. yeah nutty professor it because it is an amazing piece of film i mean it's an amazing that dinner table is fucking the unbelievable so funny. it's unbelievable and lost to jerry Maguire at the at for for best picture or for best comedy at the golden globes really uh yeah um i so i dwayne johnson's not getting remembered <laughs> um because people also don't really remember comedy that much i guess they do i'm they I'm don't also myself, even remember but, he was a wrestler um people forget very quickly yeah people people's memories are getting shorter and shorter and shorter i remember somebody dustin hoffman got a me too thing mm-hmm. and i was having a conversation and they were like yeah i just feel bad that people aren't gonna remember dustin hoffman for the great actor he was, I was like when was the last time someone brought up dustin hoffman <laughs> to you like, what are you talking about? I don't think people... Are, I mean, people are going to remember The Godfather. But even remember is getting narrower and narrower. I, you also don't need to remember. What do you mean? Sorry, I mean in this context. Whereas I feel like when I was younger, before super internet was like... In, there was also know, like, very little entertainment. There were just fewer options. So fewer options. you, they were like, we don't have anything good to show. Show Jaws again. Right. <laughs> show The Godfather again. Show E.T. Sandlot. again. Show, yeah, show The Sand... There were so... There was tr- probably a quarter of the... Ag- maybe, no, I'd say less than a quarter. A, uh, a tenth of the... Amount of programming that there was in 1990 available to broadcast is probably a, a fifth of what it is now. Yeah, for sure. So I can't prove it, but so I just well, now. Okay. No, what were you gonna say? No, I'm saying like, let's say we're in 1990. It's very hard to get even a hold of something from 1950s. You know, where do you go? The library, maybe. Well, they don't stream it. They like Warner Brothers has a streaming thing now where they have the classics. Right, but you could... I, the only reason I watch that shit is because I'm a director and I wanted to be educated. But I don't think that... I think not very many of those movies age well. It's true. Is the, is the, I think Billy Wilder's movies age well because he was like way ahead of his time. And that's kind of the... I don't, I'm not a Hitchcock <laughs> fan. I just acknowledged the other day. Um <laughs> Wizard of Oz, yeah, but I guess Judy it's good cuz Judy Garland's in it, but or or Gone with the Wind. They're not remembered is not going to be what remembered. What what quote unquote remembered was in 1990 is not going to be what remembered was in 2040. Yeah. How the amount of good shit there is to watch before you get to 48 hours or before you get right. to the clumps is it, it's it you've got to mound of good shit to watch before you get there it's um, all just gonna get lost in the sauce man yeah that's so like people go Eddie Murphy's uh his SNL was very well rated by the way but but like the best in 10 years which it should be he's a fucking yeah, yeah. huge great I thought it was good it was yeah, a, yeah. I watched every sketch yeah he's just Usually amazing to watch it's a privilege to watch him it truly is like there are a few people that are like he's unbelievable it's the most he's so charismatic it's crazy Mm. Um, but I don't. I just don't think people are going to remember. Uh, I don't think that means anything. I'm not saying people barely remember Michael Jordan because they really do. Like I remember doing a Jordan campaign and 
asking a bunch of little kids, who would you rather meet, Michael Jordan or LeBron? And they were all like, Michael Jordan. Right. And they might have just been saying that, but I, but I knew what they meant. Yeah, he's like the but great, But everyone great, great. else, I mean, he's Bruce Lee. So, yeah. but everyone else from his time, I don't really care about. You know what it's like? It's like if you meet a young person now and they have a really good taste in music, yes. a.k.a. They listen to bands from the, they know bands from the from 50s, the, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s. They went and did their research, yes. essentially. I think that's what's going to happen. Like, oh, Yeah, but that's a minor his... amount. That's a small amount of people. Yeah, it's going to be what separates. That What he's talking about is, will they be remembered? The, the classic rock was its own genre yeah. of radio. Which to me is such a bullshit boomer thing. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, I've always been like, oh, fuck you. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> this is the stuff, man. This is real music. Um, uh, and there's a thing about classic movies that I think, I don't, even the Oscars, like, I thought last year's crop was bad. This year's crop of movies is really good. Yeah, like, yeah. I just like them. There's a, just Did you more, see 1917? I haven't watched it. I have it though. It's uh, good. They, I like the idea. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's. Uh, but I don't happening. remember. I, I don't, people aren't watching a lot of like Water for Chocolate. <laughs> people aren't, you know, stuff that was nominated twenty years ago. I, people aren't watching Sling Blade. People are. I don't know, man. It's just it's classic now. Is three weeks later, people remember it. Well, I used to collect a lot of Us magazines when mm-hmm. I was young, and I I found them randomly, and it's so embarrassing. You one, it's embarrassing as hell. Two. I couldn't tell you for half the people in there are. Yeah. They did one thing that was on TV for one season mm-hmm. and then Yeah. Just a high turnover. Yeah. So and it's it's just getting worse and worse and a lot of what was considered classic had to do with a lack of new material and uh TV channels that would just run TV channels right there <laughs> that have a fixed amount of time, you turn on, you watch it They'd rather have The Godfather or Dog Day Afternoon or any one of these movies than uh, some other new... Sh- it was just a right. bird in the hand. So it's about delivery as much as it's about anything else. So I don't think that that's even a... Uh, like Bruce Willis, people don't... People don't realize Bruce Willis was the fucking biggest movie star in the world. Like, yeah, seriously. Huge. Fucking huge. Yeah. Like... Die Hard made four of them. Die the first Die Hard is a fucking masterpiece. Huge. <laughs> Sprechen Sie talk. Yeah, one of the best. You know, one of, huge. Sly, Sly Stallone, huge movie star. Schwarzenegger. These were so right there. I right, people right are forgotten in like their own kinda... lifetimes, let alone after they die. Yeah, exactly. So and the or the idea of classic films, it'll be like for people that are want to nerd out on it but it's not going to be the way it was where everyone was like you know what's a good one you see it, where everyone had seen annie hall in right. culture just I mean, it didn't really matter and i don't think it was just new york and la bianca we did it we did our we first 2020 podcast and now 20, we're 20. ending uh, this episode goodbye and we'll see you